podcast number one here on ukulele road trips a bulgaria special a big ball of all things bulgarian with a special guest victoria will be telling us all about young bright tsars rose oil and a very special documentary there you go plus songs and stuff hey hello welcome listener welcome listeners to the first ever ukulele road trips podcast big moment in podcast history and ukulele history maybe Maybe not. Anyway, it's a very warm welcome from me to my little sister and my mum, which are probably the only two people listening at this point in time. So today we're live from uh, Bulgaria uh, with uh, Victoria, who I'll introduce after this little song. Bulgaria, it's a country. Bulgaria, it's a country you know. A very pretty one with some places snow and some places with Feta and San from Bulgaria. This is podcast number one. Bulgaria, 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 Bulgaria. Oh, you don't. You don't have to do that. It's a. It's not a concert. But well, hello, Victoria. Did you recognize? Hello, Ben. Hi. Did you recognize the theme? I thought that was my song. It is your song. It is. It is, it's the Victoria song. So let me just get my papers out. And I've got notes about you. Victoria, it says here, you're a nice person. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. What, other, what else have I got written down? Oh, you're from Bulgaria. Yes. And you're Bulgarian. Born and raised. Born and raised. Amazing. So you can tell us lots of stuff about Bulgaria. Some stuff. Some stuff. And yourself, you're a, even a film maker and you now living in the states obviously yes um so would you consider yourself a famous person that's the no. first question i've got written down <laughs> if if not could you name other famous bulgarians for us we'll make a little tour of of the country well since i know you like football so much i'm sure you know who stoichkov is absolutely no i hate to say that he's the most famous person from bulgaria but... i think dimitar berbatov is Bulgarian. ah well he's more current right Yeah, okay. played for Manchester United, now is in Monaco. Yeah. Played for Fulham a while. Uh-huh. Anyway, that's really not the point. <laughs> oh, you know who Christo is? He's an artist. He's Bulgarian. Oh. He rapped like the, the Reichstag in Germany and he oh, rapped right. all kinds of places around the world. So. Well, there you go, two listeners. That's about two and a half famous Bulgarians for you. <laughs> yes, I so. think that Christo counts for two and Stoichkov counts for half. <laughs> okay, and Berbatov is just nowhere to be seen. Oh, right. So okay. we're live today. We're live, actually not live because it's a podcast, uh, from Sofia, which is, uh, I've got capital, but then I've got a question mark here on my paper. So. Yes. In Bulgarian, we say Sofia, and it is the capital. Okay, well, Sofia is so good. Uh, it's, well, at the moment, it's sunny and enjoyable uh, city. It's um, got, we saw the springs yesterday. That was nice. It used yes. to have like baths. There's mineral springs in the, in the center of the city, and there used to be a big bath. Well, the, the building is still there. There used to be like Turkish baths, and the building is very beautiful. Now it's a museum, but I think there are like, thinking of making it into a spa or something like that so that would be a good idea i think <laughs> yeah it would would i uh, would very much enjoy enjoy those kinds of, of things especially backpacking you know get yeah. smelly so <laughs> that would then you can have a big out. fat turkish man like scrub you from top oh, to bottom oh 
How, how do you know about my, my, my secret dreams? Oh, wow. Yeah. I guess. Let's, let's get back to Bulgaria a bit. Yeah. Um, let's get to know the country a little bit. Here, I can, I'll just make like, Bulgaria. That's... Bulgaria. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I wrote down a few things about Bulgaria. Um, three, actually. I've got roses, uh, yogurt, and communism. Oh. So well, could, could you tell us about those that things, about Victoria? That about sums it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, I, that's, that's as far as my mm. knowledge reaches. So if you could talk about roses. Yes, maybe? roses. Actually, I'm from the Rose Valley originally. I'm not from Sofia. I'm from a much prettier place. <laughs> oh, okay. Much, much flowery, rosier place. <laughs> yes. Yeah. In June, there's like, in May and June, there's blooming rose fields everywhere and it smells lovely. And the best rose oil in the world comes from Bulgaria. It's like a very kind of a industry. The best oil. So that's rose oil. Rose oil. Yes. Oh, you make okay. it from roses. It takes like, but you can't cook with it. It takes 4,000 kilograms of rose petals to make one kilogram of rose oil wow so that's a lot of petals yes what do you do with all the petals when you're done you put them like in a distiller in like some machine that's like distills them into the, the oil and then afterwards i mean there's no petals left it's kind of like would you say bulgarian people smell good no not all of them no. <laughs> you know i get on the bus sometimes and it's a little bit difficult to <laughs> handle it Oh, okay. I haven't noticed that yet. I, I thought so, it was very enjoyable. Yeah, maybe you haven't been on the bus yet. Um, no, I have not, yeah, actually. We'll, yeah, we'll should, have the experience I should, I should later walk today. Less. <laughs> How about yogurt? Tell us about yogurt. Yogurt. Well, people say yogurt was invented in Bulgaria. Yes, really? by shepherds in the mountains. And they probably like didn't take care of their milk well enough and somehow it curdled and it became yogurt. I and still know. ate it. And they despite, ate it and they really liked it. And despite the smell and, and the strange <laughs> viscosity, they just went, I'll, I'll have that, I'll eat that. And people still make, like my mom makes yogurt at home, which oh. is very good. And I'm planning on trying to like make it myself, but I haven't gotten to that yet. Oh, wow. You make, what, what would you call it? Victoria's yogurt? Yeah. Or Vic Yog? <laughs> or something like that. Vio. Vio. <laughs> Vio. Bio Vio is a nice group. Yeah. Well, that kind of sorts it. Roses and yogurt. And that's pretty much Bulgaria. Two really good things about Bulgaria. Yeah, nice. And the third one, uh, communism. Um, yes. Well, communism was uh, part of our history. And according to some people, it still is because we never really got rid of the communists. And the Red Mafia is still running the country. Oh, okay, you don't want to make this too political. No, no this is getting political. <laughs> or maybe we can make like a political section that I can then edit out of the show. <laughs> so I'll just have a little political so jingle. This is not so, I mean, controversial yet. So I'll still have a little jingle. Okay, something like... Well, before us, there were people too. They did stuff, stuff, just like the stuff we do. Except the stuff they did do was well before, before me and you. Let's talk about, about the things that used to be It seems that our today was shaped by history Well before us, all the way back when life was tough There were no iPhones then And the rulers always had their way Kind of like today 
Let's talk about things that once used to be It seems that our today was shaped by history Like communism, for example. So, communism. Well, you can't ask me about communism without getting into politics, you know. Well, let's get let's get right into politics. Um, <laughs> so communism technically was part like was the dictatorial totalitarian system in Bulgaria from 1944 until 1989 until the end of 89 and in 1990 we had the first free elections but uh, everybody pretty much knows that they were like falsified and the communists want the election <laughs> so bulgaria was the only country out of the former eastern bloc where the communists stayed in power After like the supposedly end. democratically you know right but it, they still like manipulated the mm, so smart people who did not forget their old tricks kind yes of yeah Ah. They, they're still up to them like 25 years later so that transition must be pretty tricky so the transition was a difficult time and it's still not quite over which brings us on nicely to your film doesn't it because i think it's about something like that it does yeah your, your film is called it's called children the of moment. the silent revolution children of the silent revolution yes and you're working on that at the moment I am still working on it after several years. <laughs> when, when's it out? When, when can I get it? It should be done in the next couple of months at the most. Like, nice. Mm. And what's it about? What kind so it of is actually about growing up in Bulgaria during the transition from communism to Bulgaria. And it's kind of a personal story. So from communism to communism to less <laughs> communism. Something like that. Hopefully from communism to democracy, but... At some point. You know, if we want to get into all the politics, then watch the movie, because it watch. will get into Is it, it. Has it got, like, uh, explosions and stuff? Or? Uh, yes, actually, nice. there are explosions. I like, I like when uh, <laughs> it's, like, a bit of romance, not too much, and then lots of action, and then kind of a, a morale at mm -hmm. the end, like, don't... You shouldn't get involved with secret services if you're not ready to kind of fight for your country, that kind of yes. stuff. Yes. Is well, that is that kind of a, <laughs> is that the message? The message is more or less that real change starts from within, from each person. Wow, that's a beautiful message. And does uh, does the hero get the girl at the end? <laughs> the heroes, some of them do, and some of them don't. <laughs> oh, so it's like a, a multi multi rom -com. There's like several A bit, a bit like Love Actually. Would you say it's a bit like <laughs> Love Actually? Oh, by the way, this movie is a documentary. Well, what would you like to bring to the, the Bulgarian scene and the political understanding? Oh, do you mean like what What's impact the... I would like the movie to have? Yeah, and the main message. Mm. Well, I would like people to be happier somehow. <laughs> Because apparently people in Bulgaria are not too happy, so... But, you know, you foreigners right. don't look, see that. You look, you look all right. Yes. I mean. Well, most of the time I don't live here, actually. <laughs> I hope that has nothing to do. I hope that's not, you know, interrelated. <laughs> yes, me too. I mean, I would hope that I know some happy people in Bulgaria. So maybe if I lived here all the time, I would be just as happy as them. I hope. <laughs> nice. So just remind me of the name of the movie. Children of the Silent Revolution. Oh, okay. So is it going to be a whole length feature, like an hour and a half? Movie? It's uh, like 80 minutes. So yeah, almost an hour and a half. 
One no, hour and but 20 it's, minutes. But it's, it's very much on the politics, not just on the happiness no, inside no, every person. No, no, it's politics. It's kind of like the background. And it's mostly about these characters, which are my friends from high school, <laughs> with whom I grew up. And right. basically, it follows these, these people over 20 years. So that's the really interesting part about this movie, is that it takes like this group of friends when they're in school, and it follows them like they're alive for like 20 years. So... Oh. Anyway, listeners, uh, I mean, mum and sister, um, I'll, I'll put, I'll be sure to put the link underneath the uh, the podcast so you can check out Children of the Silent Revolution. There's probably a Facebook page and uh, yes, stuff we like have that. a Facebook and, page and, and like a, a trailer website. with with loud music and explosions. Ah, yes, that, we're working on that. Oh, okay, nice. <laughs> well, thank you very much for sharing uh, this. Uh, this movie with us we'll, we'll just uh, we'll, we'll move along together and there are a couple of other things i wanted to uh, to address i'd like to talk a little bit about this uh this the tsar because um you told me an interesting story a bit of it but i'd like to know a bit more about it about this the the famous ah, tsar the tsar oh actually i have got are you a, going to see the so- sing the song about i have him? got a, ching- a jingle about the tsar go, twinkle twinkle little tsar now i wonder where you where is he? How I wonder what you are. <laughs> because people that. wonder about him. So where, where is the Tsar? Um, he, because he, he, he lives out in Bulgaria. Power. Let's start when, when, he kinda, when the Tsars lost power. That was in. Yes. So the story about the Tsar is we had a Tsar before the communists. Bulgaria was a kingdom. You you, know, don't you say like... Monarchy. Bulgaria was a monarchy. You don't before. say a Tsardom? Tardom, yes. I was I was about to say that and I was thinking, hmm, how do you say that in English? Kingdom or monarchy, right? So so it was a monarchy before the mm. communists came and uh, uh, should I start from there or should yeah, I Yeah no that's that's good. Yeah. And so hey, our Tsar Shine your light on the Tsar. Your yes. Tsar light. <laughs> Sorry, that was like, I'll uh, that was brilliant. Yeah. I, brilliant. Uh, you know, yeah, Tsar light. It's the good coffee. And anyways, we during World War Two, Bulgaria was um, on the side of the Germans. Somehow right. we always pick the losing side. <laughs> yeah, but actually, Bulgaria, like uh, our Tsar was kind of a very good diplomat. And he, he was trying to save Bulgaria from like having too much influence uh, by the Germans. And one of the really great things he did was that he actually saved them. Well, Bulgaria is the only country who was an ally of Germany and saved the Jews. Right. So, so didn't they deport, didn't send the Jews. No yeah, they did not the deport Jews. them to the, so to the... During the Second World War. What, what was his name, this guy? Uh, this Boris Treti. Boris III. Boris Treti. Okay, Boris III. And he was the father, so he was uh, the father of the guy who became the Tsar later. But one of his visits to Germany, um, I guess they had some sort of a thing to discuss with Hitler. And he didn't agree too much with him. And when he came back, um, he died mysteriously like three days later. And the theory is that Hitler poisoned him. So this was, I believe, in 1943. And he had a son who was like six at the time, so he became the the tsar. The young tsar. The, the young tsar. The and, tiny tsar. You know, he had like regions. Little tsar. Yeah, little just, tsar. There's yeah. some really fascinating footage, which actually we use in my documentary, of him like as a little boy, like uh, doing a parade, <laughs> not a parade, but like checking the the soldiers or something like that. It's very oh, wow. interesting. Six years old. Yeah. That must be hilarious. Yeah. 
the tiny. It's really, <laughs> it's that. really kind of cool. So, anyways, so when the communists came, like they killed all the regents and they sent the tsar in exile. Oh. And he grew up in Spain, I believe. So the little tsar was far, far away. Yeah, so I'm he was still in making exile. star puns. I'm sorry, I should the stop. Tsar life. <laughs> the tsar the little tsar was far away on the other side of Europe, but still shining bright, maybe. For some people, yes. <laughs> people were really looking forward to having him back in Bulgaria, I guess, during when communism fell. And he came back in So in, in 89, when communism kind yeah. of fell apart, people wanted him back. The um, six-year-old, yeah, the same guy. Well, <laughs> I guess he was like, what, 50-something by then? Oh, yeah, obviously, he, he was older yeah, then. He's he still, was a bit older. He wasn't six still He in didn't 89. mummify at the age of no. six. <laughs> So people wanted him back. But he was much cuter when he was six, you know. Everybody is. Everybody <laughs> is. You should see my pictures, you know. Oh, I, I would probably melt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nothing compared to today. Ah, so. uh, so, yeah. well. So did he actually come back? So he came back, 96, long story short. Um, he came back in 96. And then five years later, um, you know, people wanted to come back the monarch to get the monarchy back. But, the you know, tardom. that didn't happen. But mm. instead, he became a prime minister. Mm. So we had oh, wow. a former Tsar who was the prime minister of our country for like four years, five years. That's amazing. Four so years? the little kid that was checking out soldiers when he was six actually became prime minister yes. after Nazism, communism came back and was prime minister. Uh, yeah. And was probably a really nice guy and did everything right. Well, everybody really like had big hopes for him and trusted him. But it kind of turned out that he was a crook. <laughs> he was a crook. Ah, that's too bad. Yeah. Ah, so, you know what they say, never meet your Tars. Ah, uh, well, the Tars... Your you Stars, know. your Tars. I'll, I'll just... <laughs> I, should, I should get another one. Let's do something else. I'll just do a little jingle of some sorts. Just the Bulgarian one. And then we can have a little... And uh, we, we wrap we, we up can, this political yeah. twinkle little Tar... Well, that's it for part. politics listeners. I hope you learnt a lot about uh, Bulgarian uh, politics. It's quite... Uh, that's quite a good overview of the last century. Well done. <laughs> Jingle. No, 60 years. Bulgaria, 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 Bulgaria. Ah, I got to love the kinks. So, um, just a, a little thing which I found really, really sweet. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. So, just a little thing which I found really, really sweet um, were these little uh, red things in the trees. Um, oh, Martinica. Martinica. It comes from the March, from the month of March, which Martin, is Mart in Mart. Bulgarian. Mart. Mm -hmm. And Martinica, it's, it's actually like kind of a pagan ritual that everybody does every year on March 1st and okay so just just so I can describe these they're actually like little bracelets uh, red and white that you you tie you tie onto the branches of trees is that what you do in March something like that <laughs> so on March 1st I'll post a picture obviously on, on the underneath the uh, yes the podcast but so uh, the, the Martinica Martinici they come in many different uh, like shapes and forms and one of them is the bracelet 
and other ones is kind of like these things that you pin on your on your coat or right. on your jacket. Pin martinitsi. Martinitsi yeah. <laughs> pin. You can also wear them around your neck, like a oh, wow. like the, a necklace. Maybe the bigger ones. Yeah, there's bigger ones. Yeah. And like people of... put them on their cars, on their dogs, on in their house. On their dogs. Yeah. Wow, martinitsi dogs. <laughs> and maybe on their cats. I don't know. But the cats are a little less obedient than dogs, so maybe not. It doesn't work so It'd well. It probably suit them though. But anyways, people give these to each other on March first, and it's for health, basically. And then you're supposed to wear them, probably like at least one month until mm-hmm. you see the the birds that the migration birds that go away in the winter and they come back in spring. So either a stork or a swallow, and when two one uh, when you see one of these birds, then there's different rituals that you can do with the martenitsa, but mm-hmm. the, the easiest is to put it on a tree. Mm. Oh, so you, oh, so somebody gives it to you and then you tie it on a so tree. So you wear it until you see the bird. And when you see the and bird, when you see the bird, you take it off. The bird, the bird being the actual animal, not like in a club. <laughs> no, like that bird, the the animal that flies, you know. All right. Okay. Yeah, are, are they animals? They're birds. I think birds are not really animals, are they? <laughs> what do you mean? Well, well I think, I think we've just touched upon a very strange Bulgarian <laughs> exception that Bulgarian birds are not animals. They what are they? They're just birds. Not animals. <laughs> They're like a different kind type of, of thing. Of thing. Okay, well there you have it. In Bulgaria, listeners, birds are not animals. They're very special, maybe, in the yeah. culture, especially if they announce. Um, Good health and the beginning of spring. Yes, yeah, so I guess it's the coming of spring. It's actually spring has come when the birds come back. So that's why you take off the martinets and, and you put it on a tree and it blooms and that's your good health. Oh, wonderful. Well, that's fantastic. And it's uh, I think it's time for me to wish you good health. Thank in you. In this uh, beautiful sunny day of March, the 18th, I think. Yeah. And uh, to wish uh, all two listeners uh, at home a beautiful healthy march is there some little something you want to add um just thank you for having me and thank you for coming to visit bulgaria and learning oh. all these things about my country ah oh, it's my pleasure it's a uh, pleasure is all mine so see you soon listener uh, which uh, probably be soon enough i don't know maybe a little song now Roses, yogurt and sars, that sounds Bulgarian Berbatov and martini sars, that sounds Bulgarian Bracelets hanging in trees, that sounds Bulgarian Cool communism documentaries, that sounds Bulgaria Bulgaria, Bulgaria, Bulgaria Roses, yogurt and sars, that sounds Bulgarian Berbatov and martini sars, that sounds Bulgarian Slits hanging in trees, that sounds Bulgarian Cool communism documentaries, that sounds Bulgarian Well, that's it for podcast number one from Ukulele Road Trips um, If you made it this far, congratulations, you listened to the whole thing uh, Drop me a line if, if you have done, uh, I'd be curious to know how many people do um, I certainly enjoyed doing it and uh, more podcasts coming your way See you soon, bye